Hello, and welcome back to the Manufacturing Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Mayer. Buckle up, folks, because today we've got an episode that will set the stage for something huge. In just a few short weeks, I'm going to be taking this show on the road to the Wisconsin Manufacturing Technology Show, WIMTS 2023. And today, I'm thrilled to introduce the visionaries who make that event what it is, a can't-miss experience for anyone in our industry. First up, we have Elizabeth Line. Think of her as a conductor of a grand symphony of experiences. With her background in hospitality, event planning, and content marketing, Elizabeth orchestrates events that leave you humming their tune for days. Now serving as a sales and event manager at Expo Productions, Inc., she's a maestro we didn't know we needed, but can't imagine the show without. Oh, and get this, she's an active volunteer with spousal support groups for military families. Elizabeth not only serves her community, but does so while balancing an incredibly demanding role. That's the kind of dual action we like to see here at the podcast. And then, my friends, we have Jay Partington, a name synonymous with industry excellence. Picture a world-class athlete who's not only set records, but has also coached the next generation to break them. That's Jay in the realm of trade shows. He started out with SME in the 1980s and has since founded and managed multiple trailblazing shows. Now, how many people do you know that can claim that? Jay's had a hand in shaping trade shows from the machine tool shows back in the 80s and 90s to the multi-industry expos of today. And just for good measure, he loves Black Labs, proof that great people have great taste in dogs. And remember, folks, I'll be on the ground at WIMTS 2023, ready to shine the spotlight on you. Have you got a killer company culture? Got a product that's breaking molds? Find me, step up to the mic, and you could be featured in a future episode. So get comfy, because today we're going to deep dive into the minds behind the magic of WIMTS. Let's get this show on the road. Hello, Jay and Elizabeth. Welcome to the Manufacturing Culture Podcast. How are you two doing today? Hello. Hi, Jim. (laughs) I love that kind of energy, Jay and Elizabeth. That was fantastic. Yeah, I woke up. (laughs) Coffee kicked in. Coffee kicked in. Did you give him a Red Bull or something, Elizabeth? I mean, oh yeah, I liked his coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Well, thank you very much, both of you, for joining us today. Uh, We're gonna we're gonna talk about all things WINTS. We're going to talk about your backgrounds, how the show came about, um, and we're going to talk about how trade shows like WIMTS uh, can help with company cultures of uh, manufacturers, right? Because it's a really important part for uh, owners and leaders within manufacturing to get their people to attend these shows, uh, not only so they have the right technology uh, on the floor in their shops, but also to show them that they value them and they value their opinion. And, and so we're, we're going to walk through all of that today. Um, so I'm really super pumped about this uh, conversation. Awesome. We are too. We're so excited to be here. 
Awesome. Awesome. So Elizabeth, let's start with you. Walk us through your journey that you've been on uh, in your career. Uh, Hospitality, event planning. How did you ultimately land at Expo Productions? Yeah, it's quite a mix and quite a story. Um, After college, I jumped full force into the hospitality industry. Um, I was the dedicated right after college worker, you know, that was just hustling for the man. Um, And I loved it. And it was awesome. I got to travel. I got to dine at restaurants that I would probably never afford and do some awesome experiences. Yeah. Um, And then I um, had my first son. And I thank you. And I had to do a look at myself and say, you can no longer work until four o'clock in the morning, closing a bar down, traveling the world all the time. And I had to adjust. Um, So I started freelancing um, advertising and social media. And I did that for the last five and a half years. Mm. And that's been great because it allowed me to stay home with my son, also kind of still have a creative outlook. Yeah. Um, and then about, I think it was four or five months ago now, um, a family friend approached me and uh, who knew Jay as well and was like, I think you'd be a great fit for this position. And I went and met Jay uh, for a beer for an interview, which was, I was like, okay, I'm sold. You yeah, that's the best here. interview ever. Yeah, exactly. That's what we do in Wisconsin. And then there's beer on the corner. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And I was like, okay, this is great. Like, I think I could be a great fit, you know, in this company. And we got to talking and I think we clicked right away. And the rest is history. That's awesome. Awesome. Um, And so is that the magic that I saw um, through the the social media posts about uh, WIMTS? Is that the experience that you brought? Because... uh, all of a sudden I was on social media and started seeing WIMTS everywhere. And it mm-hmm. wasn't just LinkedIn. It was, it wasn't just Instagram. It wasn't just Facebook. It was everywhere. Oh, and and so is that. <laughs> that, is that what you brought to the table there? Yes. I would like to say, I think I came in like full running. I said to Jay, I was like, we have to like up our social media game. This is, you know, we need to get our face out there. We need to up our image. Um, and when you reached out to me and we started talking, I was like, that's awesome to hear, you know, across the country that you're seeing what we're doing (laughs) in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And and just so people are aware, uh, I did reach out to Elizabeth. I I saw one of her posts, uh, or the, the WIMTS posts written by her. Um, and, and I sent her a a message on Instagram saying, Hey, have you ever thought about having a podcast there? Cause if you haven't, I'd love to be a part of this. And uh, for the listeners who are well aware, this will be the first time that I'm taking this show on the road to something like a trade show. I've done remote interviews before, but they've always been self-contained. So uh, really looking forward to this. And thanks for uh, having me along on this journey, Elizabeth. 
So when Jim, when you reached out to me on Instagram through WIMTS um, and you proposed recording live on our floor, um, I took it to Jay and I was like, this is going to be an awesome opportunity. And also something I think that shows like FabTech and IMTS are beginning to do, having um, podcasters like you getting on the floor, talking to exhibitors, getting face-to-face. I think this is the new direction that we should be going. And I'm. it's awesome that you're jumping on this train with us. Uh, thank you again. And, and uh, there's no place that I'd rather be uh, in early October than Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> So Jay, let's let's change gears a little bit. Talk a little bit about your uh, your history, your legacy that you bring to WIMTS wow. is uh, truly remarkable. I mean, mm-hmm. you've been doing this since I was literally in diapers. So, um, so can you take us so on I. your journey? <laughs> <laughs> a little older though but <laughs> different type of diapers um yeah. so can you share your journey through uh the the world of trade shows and and what are some defining moments that ha- have shaped your career well when we kind of chatted earlier you mentioned about trade shows um, especially machine tool shows uh in every state in the early, early 80s, SME, Society of Manufacturing Engineers, used to do a machine tool show in almost every state. Wow. Uh, they, uh, Cecil Darnell, who used to be there, said he wanted to be his own competition. <laughs> um, lucky for me, uh, they didn't have enough people, and I was in the event industry and knew some people with SME, and they hired me to... Uh, help with their Milwaukee show and their Iowa show. And um, I didn't know that much about machine tools or manufacturing. Uh, I had come from the boat show industry. Okay. And uh, it was uh, there that with the Milwaukee show, they ran it uh, oh, every other year opposite IMTS. And um, SME then got a whole new slate of new people in and they got away from having the local shows. And by 1989, they had almost eliminated all, but maybe three or four, which are today East tech and West tech and stuff like that. But Okay. um, So that's a history of those. uh, I call them the directional shows, but that's uh, right. right. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, and I think uh, out by you, they, they had some separate smaller shows and then combined them to make East Tech. But uh, so I went to uh, SME and I said, are you abandoning Milwaukee? And they said, yeah. And I said, well, do you have a problem if I took it over and did it? And they said, yeah, good luck. Go ahead. You can have it. <laughs> well, we got what I got to know and formed every show, any event that we do. Um my philosophy with my company is we get in with the people who run that industry. So we've immediately formed a advisory committee, which is basically the exhibitors. Mm-hmm. And um, I got with the four or five of the biggest distributors uh, with the major lines. And um, we sat and said, what would be the perfect show? And what didn't you like about 
the SME show that was held in 87. And we put, besides that, we got with some of the uh, universities and tech schools and uh, said, how can we help bring more education to the shows? And our first show in 1989, uh, we, we ended up getting like 3,000 people to a small hall on State Fair Park that's no longer there. <laughs> and uh, uh, it was a two-day event, and we tried to move everything in in two days, which was a mistake. But <laughs> we worked all night, and uh, here we are. We've been doing this show every other year since 1989. Wow. That's really neat. That's a, and it's neat for me. Uh, been to many West Tech and East Tech, South Tech, Houston Tech. You know the the directional shows, um, and, and so it's neat because I I never knew the history of that, and and now <laughs> uh, I, a little bit of history on uh, WIMTS as well. Um, so. What goes into planning this kind of a show? I mean, I, I can't imagine this is like a, 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 something that you can just do in a couple of weeks, right? So how long is the process to plan a show like this? I, I love telling people that what we really do is we're building a factory uh, in three days, and then we're running that factory in three days, and then we take it apart in a day and a half, and then it's gone. <laughs> so. But so in it, seven and a half days, <laughs> you get a factory built, running, and dismantled. Right. Because uh, with the amount of machinery that comes in, um, there's different phases. So when you move, you have to deal with the machinery movers. And uh, especially, we'll have some uh, product that's going to be in some of the booths that this year that are 40, 55,000 pounds machines wow. and they also have like conveyors and they'll have other things that'll be attached to it um so it isn't that easy to organize all the labor to bring in and uh luckily for wisconsin um we are uh, non-union on some things so uh there's some things that uh we just require to have union because they're just better at it and uh, more skilled and it especially machinery moving um we require it but uh you can still hand deliver your own stuff in we're at state fair park so it's a little more casual and when we originally got the advisory committee together they said would you treat the exhibitors as if it was our show and we have done that all these times um with how would you like to be bringing in your own stuff with your, your own truck how would you like to have a cup of coffee free when you get inside sure now uh, you know um let's have uh, something better at the catering or at the concession stands these were all ideas that you know uh, we brought from uh, listening to the exhibitors now we're bringing in the machines. Now you got to have electricians and mechanics and everything set it up. Nope. Then um, everything's set on the move-in, and now you bring in all of the salespeople. <laughs> and then the bosses come in, and, of course, things change immediately. And uh, uh, then hopefully during the show, there's lots of activity. And then on the out, 
all of a sudden, here's the electricians back and everybody else back, and uh, we take it all down and go away. So awesome. it's dealing with a lot of different people and different, uh, you know, different contractors. So, awesome. Elizabeth, yeah. um, with such a historic show, right? I mean, this mm-hmm. this show's been around since the late '80s, early '90s, uh, in this format with with Jay. Uh, how have you brought your experiences to? Uh, for lack of a better term, a slow moving industry mm-hmm. uh, to change it into something that is more progressively forward thinking as far as what the attendees want in 2023? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think coming into this office, uh, Jay has been here for forever and carries a huge legacy. Forever. Yeah, forever. <laughs> forever. So old. I know. <laughs> but there's so, I mean, there's so much to learn from him. And even when you speak to the exhibitors, like they'll go back to 10, 15 years ago and talk about, you know, the previous show years and what they did back then. Um, For example, I had a lunch last week with one of our exhibitors to go over some details. And we were talking about the previous shows. um, And I was brainstorming with him um, for this year, what we're going to do, what's new. And he was super impressed with, you know, the freshness, I think that we're bringing into it this year. We've really vamped up our social media presence as you mentioned before yeah um we did not have an instagram until i believe (laughs) may of this year and i walked into jay's office and i was like i made us an instagram (laughs) and he was like all right okay whatever and i I didn't say what's that yeah yeah exactly Yeah, but we we rolled with that. And that's been great for us because we've gotten exhibitors through there. We've that's reached, awesome. yeah, an attendee based. We've reached individuals like you who are helping promote our show. And it's been a great tool for us. Um, so yeah, I would say that I would like to toot my own horn and say that I've brought a little bit of freshness yeah. in that regard um, and just really amped up what um, you know, well, Jim, if I can add to um, uh, tooting her horn, um, <laughs> it, she is uh, brought in. Uh, what is the attitude of someone her age? As you know, labor and skilled labor is a huge, huge problem, um, yeah. especially in manufacturing. Yeah. And how do we how do we get to these younger people that are engineers or buyers in in uh in a factory and um, having Elizabeth uh, with her attitude and her knowledge of that age group um, really helps. And, and, uh, and uh, you know, as more of my friends are retiring and, uh, <laughs> and the skilled labor in these factories are still keeping a lot of these guys on because they can't hire. Um, I have the expertise to get a, get a hold of those guys, but it's Elizabeth who's talking to our younger engineers, and yeah. that is so important. And besides that, she's doing a great job. That's oh, awesome. Thank you. Nice job. <laughs> so, how many how many exhibitors do you guys have for twenty twenty three? Yeah, we we're at a, or almost two hundred. So okay, it's, it, it, a little less of that one eighty five something like that. Okay, oh, that's fantastic. 
Yeah, but you got to consider that um, a lot, a lot of the booths are are like you know forty by sixty booths, and if if that distributor comes in, they have like you know Mazak and some of the big machinery, but they'll have four or five lines. Right. So then each one of those lines then bring in people. So yeah. it's almost like their booth is a city and it you could add maybe 15 more exhibitors if you want to call them exhibitors in that booth. Yeah. But we consider them one exhibit. Got it. Got it. So, well, so I like that. So that count, it, it's, it, you know, the count is really more than 185. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so w what kind of innovations, what are some uh, companies and technology that are highlighting 2023? Well, as you can tell, I mean, AI is, is huge. Yeah. Um, robots is everything, uh, especially if you're looking to you know, solve a problem with, with uh, labor even. Yeah. But also, um, you know, the main, main reason, you know, to, to come to our show is for someone to build their expertise and uh, and keep your operations current, giving you a, a competitive edge. And so if you're coming to the show and you're not into robots at all or anything um, with thinking of automation in the future, um, I would worry. Uh, you need to be thinking in that direction. So yeah. that is what we're we're uh, talking about, and um, so majority of the the booths are that. But we do have, uh, you know, um, we got lasers and uh, EDM machines, and you know, obviously machining centers and uh, 3D and you know, uh, your basic uh, saws and such. Uh, when you get here, Jim, you will notice that a lot of our attendees that are probably going to come in your booth and um, they are going to be more of the job shops, the smaller mm -hmm. stuff, because Wisconsin is made up of a lot of job shops. Yeah. And so these guys are looking for a knockoff machine. But then here they sit in on one of our innovations um, centers or our, our learning centers. And um and can hear about cybersecurity or uh, anything to do with robots and uh, and even how to finance, you know, wow. to get in to the robots. Uh, we have we have a couple uh, seminars that you know are are just uh, really going to be good. Yeah, that, I'm super uh, excited about our yeah. seminar schedule. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I and there's a couple of them that these guys that were put together. Um, you could charge probably a hundred dollars just to sit in and and listen to really? them, and we're offering it for free. Yeah, that's the cool thing about our show. There's no extra added cost to attend our seminar program. That's which I think amazing. Is awesome. Yeah, that's really well, unique. Well, there might be issues if you see me at the bar. Uh, you know, they can <laughs> buy me a beer. <laughs> The 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 hub pub is that that that's the name, the right? Hub pub, right? 
behind your booth. I yeah, love Jim. It. I love it. I can't <laughs> wait. I'm going to have to really exercise some uh, self-restraint over the course of a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> there. <laughs> or these episodes could get out of hand really quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can always go over and get a cheese curd and um, maybe a corn dog and a brat. You got to yeah, have a refuel brat. the Wisconsin yeah. way. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking Get forward her. to the food. Um, right. uh, we'll get you some Kringle and some cream puffs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also have something that I, I would like you to probably think about that you might want to add too is, you know that we do a robot competition and, and all these schools, the tech schools, mm -hmm. as well as high schools come and compete there. You need to talk to some of those kids. And so we'll be having people there um, all day. All okay. day, Tuesday and Wednesday. That would be fantastic. Uh, um, but that is a a, a thing that, uh, you know, uh, you talk to these young kids and you find out that our future might be in good hands. Uh, the yeah. the uh, competition last year or two years ago, the high school winner did uh, the competition and was far better than the tech schools. Really? And, uh, that's and cool. it, it surprised everybody is and he was just brilliant. That's just cool. brilliant. And uh, his mother didn't know if he should get into the industry. <laughs> and because her idea of the industry was that it's dirty, greasy, these places are, are not safe, mm -hmm. and uh, there's no money in it. Yeah. And, and that was the mother's point of view. Yeah. And, uh, and and we battled that that perception. I mean, Andrew Crow has yep. kind of coined the the term uh, the three D's dark, dirty, dangerous. Um, yep. and, but that's as we progress as an industry, um, the the parents who's uh, who are raising kids now, their parents were the ones who worked in the factories of the Absolutely. 30s, 40s, 50s, and even into the 60s and 70s. And so they saw their parents come home covered in grease, missing fingers, you know, things of that nature. And so they've got this perception of manufacturing of exactly that. And so they that's part of why we've got this skills gap in the industry, because they're pushing their kids for what they think is something better, right? A better future for them. And that in, in the U S and, and a lot of the world is going to university. And so uh, that we've had entire generations that have skipped uh, manufacturing technology programs in high school um, and then missed opportunities to get into the workforce. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I love that. Um, and so what's the name of the robotics competition that you have there on site? Team automation is what it will be called this year. And it's awesome. sponsored by Lab Midwest. Awesome. And they're a company here in Wisconsin. That's so cool. I'm so excited. I, yeah, I mean, I've been on the website, uh, but I didn't know that there was that, right? I, I, so I, I think that's awesome. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, we are too. Yes. Well, for years, we had done uh, welding competitions at the show. And, uh, and then in the last few years, we added the robotics. Wow. That's really neat. I love that. Um, so, uh, how do you think 
a show like WNTS can affect team dynamics and, and company culture of some of these manufacturers, like you said, smaller manufacturers, right? Job shops um, there right. in, in, in the area. Yeah, I we do get, um, well, in, in the 90s, we used to get bus loads that would come out of like uh, Oshkosh truck or uh, sure. Mercury outboards, you know, some of the big groups and they would come down for the whole day. Now we don't have those big, um, you know, groups because now they send buying teams. Sure. And uh, it is so smart of the manufacturers to pick and choose who's involved in the buying of a capital goods product. And so besides having, you know, the, the buyer and the owner, uh, you might have the lead operator or the plant foreman and the, the four of them come down and, uh, and look at stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, I, I, you know, it's, it's real easy, uh, especially the younger engineers and such to just look online at some of these machines. Mm -hmm. But when you come to a show, you get to talk to the guy who actually designed the machine, right? You get to talk to the guys that service it. They will be the ones that will be dealing with you all the way along the line. So it is always great to see the machinery actually up and running. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I, I think that, you know, COVID gave a lot of people uh, a couple of different feelings about in-person yeah. events, right? And, um, you know, there was a lot of talk about uh, trade shows uh, kind of dwindling and and not bringing as much value because of that online presence and i think that again covid kind of accelerated that but in my experience at least in our industry i've seen trade shows come back with a bang i mean i have seen some of the coolest technology some of the biggest crowds at trade shows uh in the last two years than i can remember in almost 20 years in the industry uh, right. And um, obviously, you know, we've decided that I'm a dinosaur and been around for a while <laughs> that uh, uh, I have friends who do produce shows uh, and I've been talking to them. Anything that has uh, a show like, you know, that has occurred since January has been a barn, barn burner. It's been really good. That's the uh, attendances have been way up. We're uh, we're hoping we do the same. Yeah. But uh, uh, the and you're right on the mark, Jim. The people are saying they're going in and they are seeing the booths being far, far more educating, and that they're bringing in new stuff. Um, I know that you've probably been to IMTS in the past, and if you went in a booth and saw, oh, look at that, the same old knockoff of a Bridgeport, yeah, you know, same thing they had last year, you know, that type of thing. Now you go and you see the latest. You Absolutely. Yeah. What it, how does that work? You know, it's been and they made it kind of a 3D, you know, it, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So. Absolutely. So let's let's kind of switch topics a little bit and talk about the networking aspect of WIMTS, right? You've got the yeah. hub that will be operating all day long. What other networking type events are are a part of the show? Yes. Yeah, so at the end of both of our show days, um, Tuesday and Wednesday, 
we are doing something called Brew and Connect, and we are having two local breweries um, from Milwaukee, Lakefront Brewery and Mobcraft Brewery, are both going to come in and kind of give a 15, 20-minute uh, seminar, more or less, about their beer manufacturing process. and. Yeah. And we're going to pass out samples. They're going to talk about what they're doing, their new innovations on the beer manufacturing side and use it as a end of day closer, end of day networker. You know, you let's say you walked by a booth earlier in the afternoon um, and this is just going to be your second chance to reconnect at the end of the day with a beer you know, Wisconsin style. And, <laughs> and I think we're really excited for it. So, you know, it's going to be I, awesome. I, yeah, and you've been excited. doing enough, you've been enough trade shows that, you know, at the end of the day, the exhibitors are going to get out of there. So they'll probably all come and, uh, you know, be part of this, this seminar too. Absolutely. You know, especially when we start passing out the beer as yeah. it starts. Yeah. I, I, I've never been to an IMTS, whether exhibiting or as an attendee or, or any other trade show for that matter, and not seeing exhibitors like almost laying on the ground with a beer in their hand at the end of every day, right? They, it's just, it's such a taxing experience uh, physically and, and mentally, but uh, everybody has that that cold beverage at the end of the day. So I think that's great that you're doing it there on site. You're providing people uh, a different uh, avenue to, to connect because that dynamic changes when you go from, Inside their booth, you've got that very defined buyer-seller relationship. When you do it in a networking place like the hub or the hub pub, uh, that that changes that dynamic. And, and it's no longer just that buyer-seller dynamic. It, it changes to, hey, let's just raise a glass together and, and talk about, you know, Black Labs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any here today, but um, the... Uh, the hub, it, it will also be designed with a lot of couches, little talk areas, and, uh, and uh, charging units uh, for your phone. And um, it was brought about because of the smaller booths, the 10 by 10s that said, you know, I get one or two people in my booth. Um, we're crowded and people just pass us by. I, you know, and we can't go to the concession stand. It's not, it's completely full. All the tables are full. You got a place where I can meet with a customer. Yeah. I go, oh my God, we got to make something. That's and then if we're going to make it, we got to make it Wisconsin style. Mm -hmm. Put a bar in there. That's huge. I love it. That's yeah. fantastic. Well, uh, it, back in the 80s and 90s, all my shows were sponsored by beer manufacturers. You know, well, you know, Milwaukee's the you know the beer capital. Well, so, and back uh, then you had cigarette and beer uh, yeah. people sponsoring race cars and and stuff like that. Right? It was a different time. Oh, I know. Yeah, and uh, I come from the beer industry. I was with Schlitz Beer all through high school. And <laughs> were you uh, no, really? I was. Uh, it, you were a product college. tester. <laughs> 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 no, I actually was the college rep. For uh, were you really? That's awesome. Yeah, and I had to, uh, I had to throw parties and organize events to sell uh, beer. You, you somebody had to you do that it. That sounds so tough. 
Oh, yeah. gosh, the sororities were so hard to work with. I had to be there constantly. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, uh, Elizabeth, for those people attending for the first time, especially in that younger generation, what kind of tips, insights, direction can you give people uh, to, to make that their experience that much better? Yeah, I think really just coming in with an open mind. Um, and I think it's tough with our my generation to speak because we are closed off to, you know, large crowds mm -hmm. and going to introduce ourselves and really just putting ourselves into the mix. And so what I would say is to take your walls down. Don't be afraid to approach people. Don't be afraid to start conversations and don't be afraid to ask questions because we're the place where you can get all of that. Yeah. Um, and just really be receptive to the environment that you're in, um, that you can have those types of opportunities to get face to face. That's so that's awesome. what I would say. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, hey. My only, my only hint would be is, uh, people do their homework before they come to the show. Oh, yeah. That's a good um, one. Plan, plan who you want to see, why you want to see them, and bring a blueprint. You know, yeah. I'll bring them, bring them around. The uh, the real sharp people make appointments with some of these guys and say, "I'm going to be in your booth at nine thirty. Will you have time to sit with me and and talk uh, about that EDM machine that I'm interested in?" Sure. Uh, and they, the exhibitors, love it. I'm they sure uh, they do. Yeah. At the same time, they're also calling people to make appointments. But uh, for somebody new, um, if you can't find who you might want to talk to, they could call here and Elizabeth or myself would be glad to, you know, line up something yeah, facilitate with that. anybody. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, That's awesome. Have, yeah, we have uh, a lot of guys um, that uh, will be attending the show that the banks are uh, – putting together a, a little bus and bringing them all up. They'll stop for lunch or something and then uh, attend the show. And they had appointments all lined up. With That's great. People. I love so, it. And, and yeah, anybody who's listening can uh, get a hold of me or just stop by the, the hub pub uh, and, and you can be on the show. I mean, it, you can either uh, schedule some time with me to, to sit down and talk. You can stop by or just grab me. I'll be in the brightest blue shirt that says <laughs> manufacturing culture podcast that I was able to find. So uh, <laughs> I, I will stick out like a sore thumb, but that's the point. So, uh, so grab me as well. If you want to have a conversation um, or if you need any help networking, right. For those mm -hmm. younger people who uh, may not feel uh, comfortable, uh, use me as your buffer. Uh, I, I'm, I'm there for you. Yeah. And that's another thing to add is this in, in Wisconsin, this could be the first trade show experience that some of these recent college graduates will be attending. Sure. So, you know, this is fresh. This is new. Um, and yeah, if you see me, Jay, Cheryl or yourself and you have questions or you want us to introduce you to an exhibitor, feel free to stop by and grab us. And we would love to facilitate those opportunities with you. That's awesome. I mm -hmm. love it. But we could go one more step. If somebody said, I really don't know how to solve my problem. I don't know who to call or who I want to see. You know, we, we can kind of uh, call one of our exhibitors and have them call 
and and uh, they're on our board. We have kind of an advisory board, and um, they would probably determine who they should talk to and help with their um, problem. I and, love it. Um, yeah, and we're known for that. It it this is goes all year round. Uh, we try to help the industry because if the industry's good, it'll be good to us. Yeah. So we try to uh, uh, get people to, uh, especially in Wisconsin, to uh, manufacture more in Wisconsin. That's mm-hmm. great. So you you guys are more than just a show. You you facilitate connections as well. Right. We, you know, we, we are a marketing opportunity for our exhibitors, but we are an educational opportunity for our attendees. That's great. I love it. Um, so Elizabeth, Jay, uh, how do, how do people get connected with WIMTS? Give, give a couple of shameless plugs, uh, (laughs) you know, social media handles, website, all of that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, so we are across the board on social media now. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Threads, we are on LinkedIn, um, and of course, you can reach our office by email. Um, uh, and what's the website, Elizabeth? We are just wimts.com. That's nice and simple. It's easier than manufacturingculturepodcast.com. Okay. <laughs> Um, so, well, I just want to add for us old guys, if you still use that thing called a telephone, um, you can (laughs) call us at 262-367-5500. I love it. As we wrap up this episode, what haven't I asked you about the, the show that you want to share with the listeners today? Well, we are a tradition, which, which I have mentioned uh i do think that um anybody that is coming to the show um and should come to the show should think about what's going on in the industry right now where where is your skills where are you thinking robots um are you thinking of uh, retooling you know whatever needs to be done it's a good opportunity that does not cost too much uh, just to get here, and um, it's it's a way that uh, you're gonna, you know, make your your company more current and very competitive. I love it, Elizabeth. What about you? I would say that if you're attending our show, you need to take advantage of our uh, seminar schedule. I think. Oh yeah. It's a great learning opportunity. Um, if you are a job shop, you might not have the tools and the resources to learn about the latest and how you can use ChatGPT or how AI is transforming advanced manufacturing. Um, a million different things um, that we literally are getting the brightest and most educated minds right in front of you. And you can get face to face. And we are doing, you know, uh, a seminar. Well, it, and then after that is the questions and answers where we're opening it up for a discussion. And I think that's a great opportunity to talk about how it applies to your shop or your business um, and things like that. I love it. That's that's fin- I, yeah, we, I'm excited. We have one. Uh, we have one that that's uh, securing and maintaining government contracts. I mean, for a small group, they might not think that you can't get a government contract. The, this alone would make it 
worth your whole year if you connected with uh, Nick at the show and um, and yeah. and got a contract. Absolutely. Uh, but you know, there's so many good seminars. You should come it. anyhow. And at least, the, at least the one with the beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't miss that one. <laughs> and so for anybody still on the fence about attending, what is that, you know, thing that's going to push them over the edge to, to make it to the, to the show? Oh, well, that you're, you're, you're going to be there. You're yeah. going to be there. That, that's what's going to put us over the top. <laughs> Jay, you're too kind. I love it. That I'm going to isolate that, and that's going to be the new po- uh, podcast commercial. I love it. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, that's what going on it now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I, it, just keep me as a mainstay. Every Do you guys do this every two years, or is it every year? Every two years, because uh, okay. we're so close to Chicago. Yeah, that uh, IMTS is you know grabbing everyone. Um, it, we have to be on the off years. Yeah. Well, I look forward to hopefully bringing some value and and. Uh, so you having... don't want a booth at the, at our wedding show? Is that uh, is that out? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can talk hey. about that, guys, but uh, not necessarily what I know. Well, we also do a indulge Milwaukee, which is a food show and uh, liquor, so you might. We could put you between two bourbons. Uh, you know. That that sounds right <laughs> up my alley. That definitely sounds right up my alley. Uh, a little bit more than the wedding show. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's fun, you know, switching from the manufacturing focus because I don't know anything about this industry, and in the last couple months. I know some stuff now, and that's pretty cool. It's been a crash um, course, huh? Yeah, like listening to podcasts like you and a lot of other technology podcasts, mm-hmm. I've like developed this whole new, you know, interest that is, you know, so eye-opening because I would have never put myself or got into this industry um, if it weren't for working for expo productions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, it is weird now because after this show closes, we will be switching from manufacturing to full-blown weddings. <laughs> so it's a yeah, total. I, I, go, I go walking into her office and I say, okay, take your hard hat off and <laughs> yeah. put your wedding veil on. You got to talk about this. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's about as opposite end of this uh, customer experience spectrum as you could get. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you both very much for being on today. I I really appreciate your time and your conversation. This was great. I'm so excited to be a part of this and to be there live um, and and just talk to the people that are not only exhibiting, but are attending, Mm -hmm. sit down and talk with you guys, raise a glass, all of those things. So thank you very much. Awesome. Oh, thank thank you you for the opportunity. Yeah, yes, this is we're so excited. Thank you. Awesome. Well, wow, that's been an absolute ride, folks. It's been funny. Uh, we've talked about black labs, we've talked about machinery, we've talked about culture. Uh You've just heard from this amazingly dynamic power duo behind WIMTS, Elizabeth Line and Jay Partington. We talked about everything from the ins and outs of planning this epic show to how attending a show like this and attending WIMTS in particular can supercharge your company culture and bring new technology to the table. 
If you found yourself jotting down notes or at nodding your head in agreement, you should definitely attend and come see the magic happen in person. So mark your calendars, uh, October 3rd, 4th, and 5th in Milwaukee. Um, please join us, be there. It'll be a great experience. But before you go, I've got a couple of quick favors to ask. If you enjoyed this episode, hop on over to manufacturingculturepodcast.com for more conversations that dig into the nuts and bolts of our awesome industry. And while you're at it, do us a solid favor Share this episode with your friends, colleagues, or anyone who's passionate about the future of manufacturing. And don't forget to rate and review the show. Your feedback drives us up the charts and keeps us delivering the content you love. Lastly, again, if you were on the fence about attending WIMTS, let me tell you, this is an event you can't afford to miss. Come join us, rub elbows with industry leaders, discover game-changing technology, and maybe even join me for a quick interview uh, for a future episode. So everybody, have a great day and keep making things. Mm -hmm.